Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Creed Podcast, where we talk about motivation, experiences, and exploring the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers. I'm Ethan. And I'm Jared. And today we're going to have a discussion about the benefits of being adventurous and how it can lead to personal growth and fulfillment. Uh, we're also going to share some tips on how you can be more adventurous in your own life. So sit back, relax, or if you're in your car, and just uh, keep your eyes on the road, and let's uh, have a lively discussion about the rewards of being adventurous. Let's get going. All right, let's get into it. Spartans! What is your profession? Any man who must say, I am the king, is no true king. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! Let us all unite! Let us fight for a new world! A decent world! Okay, so, being adventurous. Well, let's, uh, Go ahead. so first we have a kind of a surprise uh, reveal about this episode uh, towards the end of the ep- at the end of the episode towards the end of the episode, uh, and uh, so you might want to stick around because this episode kind of has two different themes. So uh, you're going to be amazed. You're going to be uh, wowed. So uh, stick around, and at the end or, or near the end, we'll, but maybe maybe five minutes, ten minutes till the end, uh, we'll talk about what it is uh, that this episode is also about. So first, let's talk about what it does it mean to be adventurous. You want to go first, and then I'll yeah I'll yeah sure. My so, two cents. <clears throat> um, uh, adventurous uh, to me uh, is being willing to try new things and take risks in order to experience new and exciting things. It's all about stepping outside of your com- comfort zone and embracing the unknown. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I w- with the you know taking new, willing to take new risks. Uh, it also means being open to new experiences and challenges and being willing to step outside that comfort zone. Some of us just stay in almost perpetually because it's easy. Uh, and so stepping out of that on a regular basis is what helps you be adventurous, helps you train your body. That's why people do these like cold plunges and all this yeah. kind of stuff is because it's putting them outside of their comfort zone and it helps you dominate yeah. your body, right? Well, and one thing too is that being adventurous just in general can be a very kind of thrilling and rewarding experience um you know it opens up new opportunities that allows uh you to discover things even about yourself that you never knew before Mm -hmm. and and like you said maybe a cold plunge maybe you're uh you know and it's kind of uh, my wife and i talk about this all the time it's um this exposure therapy yeah and it's kind of putting yourself in uncomfortable positions whether it's a cold plunge or whether it's you maybe you're at a, a work event and 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 you you're socially uh, you know, kind of stressed out or nervous and, and you don't like social environments, but you put yourself out into the out of your comfort zone, you'd be more adventurous and, and you say, I'm gonna go introduce myself to three people. Yeah. You know, something like that that just kind of pushes you outside of, of that comfort zone and, and it forces you to grow, which I personally think is an excellent thing. Yeah. Well I think that, you know, that show up, you know, yeah. or that yeah. he, she has her adventure book. And then at the end of the show, she's like, well, you know, he reads it and their adventure was their life together. Yeah. And I think that part of adventure is just embracing the unknown. And there's so many unknowns in life uh, that you don't know what's going to happen. So if the more you become comfortable with the unknown, 
then or, or or changing dynamic at all times yeah you're going to be able to be better adaptive uh in those environments but also you can enjoy the adventure that is life i think it gives you a heightened sense of uh confidence and even just self-esteem because it, it allows you kind of to develop in 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 learning to react to kind of the situations that you said and 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 expecting the unknown it kind of teaches you to develop the skills that you know skills like problem solving and decision making that you know you don't get frozen with you know fear when something the unknown comes you're you're used to it you're expecting it and so yeah. it, it kind of builds that confidence which I, I i think is is lacking a lot of times in, in everyone, I think we can all continue to build. I mean, I guess maybe there's some people that are overconfident, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think you can be. What is it? Uh, we did the episode on on uh, uh, arrogance versus um, was it pride and arrogance or? Oh, is it like what is it? Uh, confidence versus uh, arrogance. That's what it was. was yeah, yeah, confidence versus arrogance. Yeah. So. Uh, the next one, the kind of a question that I had was like, why is being, why is it important to be adventurous? Well, being adventurous can lead to a number of benefits in your life, both individually and for society as a whole. If you think about it, for individuals, talking, taking risks and trying new things can help promote personal growth and development, as well as provide you with a sense of excitement and fulfillment. Uh, it can also improve like a mental and physical health as well as fostering a sense of curiosity and openness for any experiences that you have. Uh, so, uh, And then from a societal standpoint, adventurers, adventurers uh, like, say, Elon Musk or Columbus or, you know, uh, Marco Polo or <laughs> Galileo or... Aristotle or any you can say lots of these people different people are Lewis and Clark you know we did an episode on them uh, they help drive innovation and progress uh, as they are more likely and willing to take risks uh, on new ideas uh, Thomas Edison you know uh, this can lead to development of new technologies businesses and other advancements uh, for the benefit of society you did an excellent um, storytelling of the Wright brothers oh yeah when we did that collaboration Famous, uh, famous duos. It's adventurers like that uh, that really take risks that help move all of society along. And so uh, that, that can have many, many benefits. Yeah. Well, and, and the great thing is, too, is that being adventurous really in, in and of itself is it can be a lifelong pursuit. A lot of times people think of being adventurous as, oh, I'm going to go bungee jumping or skydiving or I'm going to go wrestle a bear or, or whatever you might say. But um, there's a lot more, uh, uh, let's say, less life-threatening ways that you can be adventurous. Or, or they just do it, or they're like, oh, in my 20s, I'll go be adventurous and then I'll settle down yeah. and you know, have a family and stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah, but... You know, it's definitely something, and and I actually looked up, so I went through and put together some of my favorite things of, uh, uh, how I guess what are the what are the benefits of being adventurous, um, kind of the question that I asked myself, um, and kind of broke down into several different areas, and we discussed a couple of these earlier, but I thought it was um important to kind of go through, and then maybe we talk about ways we we can be adventurous as mm-hmm. well, um, so. One of the ones that that I liked was uh, 
experiencing new and exciting things is one of the benefits of being adventurous. Um, it allows you to, to allow, allows you to try new activities and experiences, and they can be thrilling and rewarding. Um, sometimes they can be scary and daunting, and then you just don't have to, you know, you can, you learn from being adventurous. Maybe you do something, you're like, eh, I don't like that. Um, secondly, being adventurous builds your confidence and self-esteem. We talked about this. Taking risks and trying new things can help you build um, confidence in yourself, and tr- it helps you to build trust in yourself to be able to overcome the next hard thing that that comes mm-hmm. in, in in your path. The third one is uh, developing important life skills. Uh, being adventurous can help you uh, develop these skills. Um, let's say overarching skills of problem solving, decision making, adaptability, but it can also help you develop just interesting skills. Like if you, I really want to. Um, get into whitewater kayaking, you know, or I want to, um, you know, that's kind of adventurous. Or maybe you say, hey, I want to start a, a, a lawn care business, right? That could be adventurous in and of itself as well. And every step that you take, everything that you do, especially when it's outside your comfort zone, is going gonna, is gonna to help you to gain more experience and help you to develop something in your life. Um, and so that one was a really, po- really powerful one for me f- as far as the benefits of being adventurous is because it helps you to develop life skills. And I think we've been doing that. Like, yeah, you and I both have been, well, this podcast is an adventure for us. Uh, yep. And every single episode is a new adventure because we always, you know, research new things and we always talk about interesting stuff. In my opinion, every single thing we talk about is interesting because you know that's why we we choose our topics and uh, it's interesting to us at least. Yeah, hey, so maybe it's, uh, hopefully to other people out there as well. Uh, but also, you know, we've done other things this year. Like you've done your triathlons, and I've started yep. doing. I did a, two competitions in jujitsu this year, and so uh, you know it's been great to challenge ourselves and do new things as well. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, the fourth benefit, there's two more. So the fourth one that, that I also liked was, and, and this kind of, uh, the podcast kind of goes into this one as well, but it's meeting new people and forming connections. Mm-hmm. So being adventurous can help you to build relationships, um, which is is important, I feel. And we have had lots of people on the podcast, and uh, some people we have formed great relationships with other people we've talked to them once or twice and we haven't continued to build those relationships but yeah. i feel like everyone we've had on the podcast we could probably call them back and say hey you know we'd like to have you on again or we'd like to whatever and they they'd probably jump at the uh jump at the opportunity yeah but that that building relationship was was definitely powerful and i think too is when you when you do adventurous things or when you go outside of your comfort zone, you will find people that are doing the same thing as well. And you yeah. will really get into a sense of, uh, you will find a sense of community, yep. which is re- really interesting. So the last one is, uh, the last benefit out of many that there are to being adventurous is uh, discovering new things about yourself and uh, about the world, about other cultures about other lands and people and learning that there is more than just your bubble 
mm-hmm. that there is a, a very large world that is around us. And if we can learn to to experience it and to learn from others' experiences, mm-hmm. then it will uh, greatly uh, impact our own lives. Yeah, and I think that, like I said earlier, there's kind of two different ways to think of adventure on a personal level and a societal level. I think it's important to start at that at that personal level to think new ideas and, and think about new taking risks, calculated risks, those kinds of things, uh, and then that will ramp up to a societal benefit. I think even even things like talking to new people or giving compliments to people, a stranger that you might be uncomfortable, you know, I think the, the some of those even small things can have ripple effects throughout society. Uh, let, let's talk about some uh, ways that we can be adventurous. So there's many ways to be adventurous, and, there, and the specific steps you take can depend on your personal interest and comfort level uh, with taking risks, but here are a few suggestions. So uh, I w- first, I would just start small. You don't have to go jump off, you know, jump out of an airplane or climb a mountain to be adventurous, but start by trying something new and challenging uh, within your comfort zone, uh, maybe just on the border of your comfort zone. For example, you could try a new hobby or run a new skill or visit a place you've never been before. Have you ever heard of this? This is kind of a side note, but have you ever heard of randonauts? No. Okay, so this thing is kind of cool. So there's this uh, app that's called like a ra- it's called Randonaut, and what it does is it you, you you go to it. It's kind of like you know sometimes we get in our in our routines and like you know you go this path to work every day and you come home and then you take your kids to basketball practice and you come home and you go to church on Sunday and you come home and you go to work and you go to the store and so there's only certain paths that you are are like almost programmed onto what this app does is you can give it like a radius say five miles and it will give you a randomized spot on that map and then you randomly go to that and then you go to that spot so it's like a place that you would never go to to go to do anything and so it kind of like kind of breaking you out of your matrix or your code almost. Yeah. And, you know, people go there and they say they see, you know, oh, it was weird. I saw this or I saw something weird or, you know, it, it's kind of a little bit on like the paranormal, uh, not kind of ghost, but it's kind of just the folks in that community where they're kind of like, you know, break your mind out of the matrix kind of type of community. Uh, they're really into it. So they, a lot of people say, oh, I saw something weird or, you know, something good always happens to me when I do this rando not stuff or two two black cats. Yeah, or it was, was kind of creepy. Yeah, something. You know, so uh, was it the same cat? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a deja vu. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that Mat- app, Matrix reference. So if if anyone listening has not seen the Matrix, go see it. One of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, so anyway, that that rando not is kind of a way for modern adventurers to just randomly go to a spot that's chosen by a random generator uh that it's kind of a little bit of an adventure you know yeah. you've never been to that spot before you have absolutely no reason to be in that spot that's where you go see there's non-player characters just like standing there you know <laughs> <laughs> walking against in the corner of the wall <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um so that's the first one uh the second one like we talked about is taking calculated risks so being adventurous doesn't mean take unnecessary risks but uh you, you could put yourself in a little bit of danger you know I have, there's a little bit of danger doing a triathlon. There's danger, mm-hmm. when I, you know, doing jujitsu. Uh, people get injured all the time. I got injured uh, in my last tournament. I jacked up my knee a little bit. So, uh, and I get injured every single time I go to practice, but those are usually minor injuries. Uh, mostly just bruises in like 
scrapes here and there. But uh, yeah, you, you got to take calculated risk. And with a business too, uh, be open to new experiences. Part of being adventurous is being open to new experiences and trying things that are outside of your normal routine. Uh, this could mean trying new foods, meeting new people, or exploring new places. Like we talked about earlier, stepping out of, out of your comfort zone is, is so critical to push yourself to grow. That's where that growth area is outside of that comfort zone. And then surround yourself with people who are like-mindedly adventurous. If you're, they say that you're the average of the five closest people to you. So surround yourself with some people that are adventurous, that are out there go-getting stuff and that are uh, excited to try new things. And, you know, that's why we get together. That's why we have, you know, folks that are like-minded on the podcast. Uh, speaking of which, our, our buddy uh, Jesse uh, Edelman, is that? Esselman. Esselman. Yeah, he just started his own YouTube channel. He, he We had him on uh, to talk about jujitsu about a year ago. Yep. And he's since started his own YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, he gets, uh, yeah, Jesse's wrestling show. And, is that uh, what it's, that's what it's called? His YouTube y- channel? Yep, yep. And, um, it's uh it it it's awesome. I mean, and growing like crazy, which is really cool to kind of see. I mean, he's got thousands of views on on episodes. Cool. And he talks about kind of uh, you know, college wrestling and what's coming up and going on and and you know, he really likes wrestling and so it's it's an awesome thing. You kind of jump into it and and it it kind of kind of cool to see the fruit of your labors and then it just continues to evolve and yeah. things get like better and better. So, it's yeah. awesome. That's the kind of adventure we we love to hear about. So congrats, Jesse, on, on your launching your YouTube channel. Uh, Ethan was just telling me about it, if you're listening to this episode. But that's exactly the type of people that we'd love to be surrounded by yeah, is those adventurous people that are willing to just say, hey, hopefully, maybe hopefully we inspired Jesse just maybe 1%, at least 1%. To, to <laughs> I, I think he would agree with 1%. Yeah, at sure. least 1% <laughs> to go out there and start something, you know. I think that, uh, you know, hopefully we've made a, an effect on that. <laughs> Yeah, and so I I kind of looked into what are some, and I completely agree with all those, Jared, and 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 I would maybe, um, yeah, if I mean if I could add anything to those, I mean those are pretty all encompassing, but I would embrace challenges, use them as opportunities to to learn and improve. The more challenges that you embrace, and the more the more adventurous you are, the easier it becomes which is just kind of like the snowball effect. Be open-minded and uh, have a desire to learn and grow. Someone who is so set in their ways and, no, I'm never going to try that food. I'm never going to do this. And uh, one example, my wife, uh, she does not like any type of seafood or fish or anything like that. But she has, at, at my poking and prodding, right? She has uh, uh, tried sushi. And so, oh, you know, that's kind of something that she, she's she gone outside of her comfort zone and she's tried a couple just very basic sushi. Uh, California roll? Uh, yeah, just kind of some basic stuff. And and she's like, oh, that's that's actually pretty good, you know? And then she had one, she was like, ah, I don't like that. Okay, all right. Would well, like sh- that tempura, shrimp, eel sauce, t- tuna on the top, Well, you anything know? that's fried, <laughs> anything's fried is not bad, but no, yeah, so, um, but it, it was kind of like the willingness to say, okay, I'm not just going to throw up my guard and say, no, absolutely not, never. Yeah. It was more of a, okay, I'm going to be adventurous, I'm going to try this, I'm going to, you know, and, and, and one she liked, and the other she's like, ah, I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, said, okay, more for me. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was all you can eat. So it's oh, fine. yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah. D- don't take your rest to all you can eat. Restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> there was other stuff there uh, too. Oh, okay, good. I, yeah, I, uh, I, I think long ago I was like, nah. Plus, a lot of times all you can eat food places are just gar- are, are they can be garbage because they're just trying to pump out volume mm-hmm. over quantity. But if you go to one time I went to an all you can eat buffet, an all you can eat sushi place at lunch with some guys at work, twenty five bucks a person. We ate so many so much sushi. I came back to work and I just couldn't even work the rest of the day. I gotta go home. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is there a nap pod here or yeah. something? <laughs> That's not Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't work at Google. <laughs> so I looked at some examples of people that are adventurous. And you'd mentioned Christopher Columbus. I think it would be pretty adventurous to sail across w- the the unknown world, right? He was looking for... A, a, a different trade routes all the way around the world to India and ended up finding something that, you know, did, I mean, obviously people were already there. He didn't find it, but uh, he ran into it and, and, and um, discovered it for his people. They didn't know it was there. Um, Amelia Earhart, she, to me, is is extremely adventurous in saying, I'm going to be the, she's the first woman to fly a solo a route across the Atlantic Ocean which was really adventurous and, and, and unheard of at the time. I really like a thing that Arnold Schwarzenegger says in one of his speeches that he always says, I love it whenever someone tells me that you can't do something because then when I do it, I know I'm the first one that's ever done it. Oh, yeah. And so that was cool. That goes back to our uh, our intro from last year. Yep. Don't tell me what I can't do. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Another one, actually, we had uh, in collaboration with the Virtuous Men podcast, uh, one of kind of the more theatrical episodes, the mountain climber, uh, Sir Edmund Hillary. Yeah. He was uh, one of the first people who reached the summit of Mount Everest. Yeah. And so a lot of times we're talking about people that are thrill seekers and skydivers and bungee jumpers or whatever it might be, which there's lots of other people that have done things very adventurous that maybe are not crossing the ocean or climbing the tallest peak in the world. Yeah. But those are just kind of some that, that stuck out to me in their, their pursuit for something for, for exciting experiences and challenges. Yeah. One that I really stood out to me was the story of, uh, 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 Shackleton, uh, and Sir Ernest Shackleton, uh, he was a British explorer that they wanted to go across the Ar- uh, Antarctica. And if you haven't, uh, maybe we, should, we could do an episode on him, but uh, the Virtuous Men podcast, who we regularly do stuff with, they uh, have a great kind of telling of that story. Uh, and anyway, so what happened is uh, he wanted to go on this expedition across Antarctica, and he put an ad in the newspaper. And the ad said, "Men." this is what it said, men wanted... For hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, uh, safe return, doubtful, honor and recognition in case of success. Uh, That was in the newspaper. That was in the newspaper. So talk about a call for adventurers, you know. And he ended up getting a crew of guys. And then, as some people may know, his ship got stuck uh, in Antarctica. And this is frozen in the ice. Frozen in the ice. And then him and his guys, they kind of, you know, went off and they got 
they some of them they kind of made it to this island and they stayed on this island uh, for a time and then him and like two I think two other guys got on like a little dinghy uh, and they went like four hundred they went on the ocean for like uh, I think it was like seven days or something like that or a, a while and then they found civil civilization and they came back and rescued the rest of the crew I mean it was just like Oh, an absolutely crazy story. I don't want to tell the whole story now, and I probably didn't do it justice. I definitely did not do it justice, but the adventure that these guys were willing to go through and uh, is just astounding. And so, so you know, like, but like Ethan said, it doesn't have to be some giant thing in your life. Sometimes just uh, it smiling to someone in the hallway and saying, hey, how's it going? Or trying sushi. Yeah, like, uh, for example, the other day at work, uh, there was a guy that, uh, you know, he, he, he was like, oh, hey, I've seen you at the gym. And I'm like, oh, yeah? And he was like, yeah, I, I think we go to the same gym. And I was like, oh, cool. And then that was really all I had planned to say to him. Because <laughs> I was just getting my lunch out of the fridge at work, and I was going to go back to my desk. You confronted him, or he, he said he, that he to you? He said that to me. He's okay. like, oh, I have seen you at the gym. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I was kind of walking out, and he was just kind of talking to me. He was like, oh, yeah, man, I just... Uh, I was like, oh, cool. Have you been recently? And he's like, no, I was at a concert last night. And I was like... I'll ask him, well, what concert do you go to? And he started talking about how he's really into like rock, hard metal. And this guy's like a 50 some year old guy with like a, you know, he doesn't look like the guy who would, you know, be listening to you know, this hardcore metalcore rock. Uh, and then we start talking more and more. Then he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, I actually recently got into jujitsu. Ju- and I was like, oh, me too. And so he, he goes to uh academy just right up the road from me. So we talked about that. And then we, we got to really talking and now we're pretty good buddies at the office and I'm like, Hey, you know, just being a, a little bit adventurous, uh, can really explore new things, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's something that I need to get better at. Um, I typically, in, especially in big groups of people that I don't really know, I don't tend to, and not that I'm, I, I don't know. I would maybe call myself like a, an extroverted introvert. Yeah. Like, so if I don't know a lot of people, I have no problem with just kind of staying on the sideline and, and you know, we have these uh, these social events at work and stuff like that when they have, they have good food and everything else. And a lot of times I'll just go and, like, fill up a plate and then go back and sit at my desk yeah. because it's just like I don't know anybody there. And, yeah, everybody's talking and socializing and, like, networking, right? Yeah. I'm doing air quotes and networking. That's always been something that's been a little bit difficult for me because I'm just like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like I, sometimes it's kind of yeah, self-serving too. Yeah, and it kind of feels forced. And, and to be completely honest, I don't. I feel like I'm not going to have a lot in common with a lot of people. Yeah. Which, you know, from your story, maybe if Turns I saw, out I did, yeah, maybe if I saw yeah. that guy, I'd be like, oh, I don't have anything in common with that guy. But yeah, He's you know, just an old guy, man. Yeah, but then with talking with somebody... You kind of get d- drilled down a little bit, and you're like, "Oh, wait, yeah, actually, we do." Yeah. Um. So that's something that I'm definitely need to need to be more adventurous on is being more uh, vulnerable when it comes to you know, being outgoing and talking with people and introducing myself and saying, "Oh, what area do you work in? And what do you do this and the other?" I was on a plane. I was on a plane once talking to the guy next to me. He said that he was in the Pentagon when it got struck by the quote unquote plane. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, was, he said he was in the Pentagon. I said, "Well, did you see the plane?" The invisible plane. Oh no, we we got we just got out of there. We didn't go around. We didn't want to crowd the police officers and stuff, firemen. 
I was like, yeah, there wasn't like, a plane, dude. They were like, hold, they were like holding up sheets. Oh, nothing happened over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They weren't even trying to hide it, man. If you look at those pictures, but he said he was in the building when he's a, he's like, we were just sitting at our desk and boom, you heard a huge jolt. That's crazy. It's like, dang, man. Yeah, so you never know. And I, I was on a plane on the plane. So you know, got next to me. After a while, I was like, I was like, hey, uh, yeah, I was like, recently I got into jujitsu. He's like, oh yeah, I just got my brown belt yesterday. I was like, dude, that's crazy. So we were talking about moves, and he was telling me how to triangle people this different way on like yeah. the plane. <laughs> that was kind of fun. See, whenever I get on the plane, typically I just put my headphones in the whole time, and I'm watching movies or doing something, and yeah, not super social. Managing all these kids, managing a bunch of kids. <laughs> well, you yeah. haven't gone on a plane recently without the kids, though. So, no. Well, it's been a year. When I I flew back by myself. Whenever uh, oh, you went to, my wife and the Idaho, kids yeah. stayed out, yeah, in Idaho, and I, I flew back early because they stayed out. Well, for next another, time, like, take your headphones out and talk to someone. Yeah, you never know who you might meet. Yeah, I, I, I definitely will do that. I, I'll commit to building it into my creed, especially this year. Right, we're getting yep. towards the end of the That's year. Right. Um, Set your creed goals for the new when year. I'm setting my creed goals for the new year. I'm gonna add into it to be more. Outgoing. Be more outgoing. Be Meet more. It. Be more. Cons- be more adventurous when it comes to meeting people. How maybe about that? let's let's do maybe challenge our listeners this way. Let's make some uh, adventure goals. Like, how many new people are you going to meet this year? Yeah. I was Write say, in yeah, your journal I'll... out their names. Like, uh, like your planning or your journal, your planner. I want to meet t- ten people, and by the end of the year, you better have ten names on the on that list. Yeah. Names and phone numbers. That's how well you have to know them. You have to have their phone number too. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it. It would be super easy to even just say I'm going to introduce myself to a new person every day and at work that would be super easy maybe if i'm working from home that would be a little bit more difficult because over email hey yeah i guess you may have heard of me my name is ethan (laughs) thomas and i'm in hr and they're like oh hey ethan i love you so much (laughs) uh by the way you can't do that (laughs) um we've been watching your emails for some time now (laughs) (laughs) oh shoot your status was on your mouse had not moved for an hour and a half yeah. on last Thursday. I've seen that I've seen that all your mouse just does circles <laughs> on your computer all day. Did you buy one of those things on Amazon to just <laughs> yeah. like shake your mouse? <laughs> no, that's, 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 actually, that level? that's actually that's actually not what I do in HR. <laughs> I, I I do vendor management, but that's a whole different <laughs> thing. Um so I the last thing I looked into was can you be too adventurous? Yeah, I mean you could just jump off and kill yourself. So you'd say, yeah, I'm going to uh, be so adventurous that I'm going to jump out of an airplane without a parachute and see what happens. Eh. So, uh, yeah. you know, it is possible to be... Well, I guess it too, oh, you're only too adventurous if it doesn't work, right? I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, it is possible to be too adventurous in the sense of taking too many risks can be dangerous or harmful. Uh, let's say, for example, if someone is always seeking extreme sports or activities without considering their own safety, like we said, jumping out of planes without a parachute... That they're they're not considering their own safety or maybe even the safety of others. They may be putting themselves or others in unnecessary danger, which, which risk, I don't know. Maybe does risk or does adventure always equal danger? I don't think so. I think you can do adventurous yeah. things without increasing your your, you could, your and, danger level. Yeah, you could, there could be absolutely no danger. Like introducing yourself to someone you don't know that could be very scary for you, but there's absolutely no danger in that. Well, unless you're like introducing yourself to a crackhead or something, but. You know, if you're just in the office and hey, what's your name? I'm I'm Jared. You know, yeah. There's no danger in that. Yeah, I think there's also a potential risk. Of being too adventurous can mean 
not being mindful or respectful to others in their environment. This could be something of uh, always pushing others to potentially take risks without considering what their comfort levels are. You know, maybe if if I do something that is making someone else extremely uncomfortable, yeah. for me, that's me putting, you know, I'm putting myself at risk, or I'm putting myself out there to be more adventurous, but if I'm doing that at, like, the harm of someone else who does not want to be adventurous at the time, yeah, um, you're like, hey, honey, I'm going to quit my job and start selling pop sockets at the mall. Yeah. And she's she's like, like, what? Uh, I don't know. That seems pretty risky. You're like, yeah, $20 a pop. Hey, there's the better be some good pop sockets. <laughs> so I would say uh, you need to strike a balance between being uh, adventurous and too adventurous. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to, uh, w- willing and able to try new things but and take new risks, but at the same point, understand the importance, importance of safety, respect, and mindfulness in avoiding potential harm to yourself and negative consequences that can happen uh, when you put yourself, and you know, we talked at the beginning, people doing, you know, uh, uh, ice plunges or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this video on TikTok the other day where these guys were doing, um, you know, typically when you do like a, an ice plunge, I think the science behind it, and there was a guy on, on the Joe Rogan podcast, he's like a neuroscientist, and he was talking about uh, cold exposure. And he was saying there was a bunch of studies that had been done, and it was like 11 minutes of cold exposure throughout an entire week. So it doesn't have to be, you know, not all at one time, but but spread out, you know, spread out 11 hours of cold exposure throughout a week. 11 minutes. Yeah, 11 minutes, excuse me. That'd be cold, man, 11 hours, <laughs> 11, 11, 11 minutes is kind of that sweet spot of uh, shocking your, your body into uh, recovery or whatever else it might be. But I was watching this TikTok, and these guys, they had, um, it was like, you know, negative two degrees outside, and they'd filled uh, big trash cans up with ice and, and water, and they were in there for like, you know, 20 minutes. Oh, geez. and it was just like they were just like, you know, this is true strength or whatever. And they were just literally hypothermic. Like, yeah, I mean, it would be hard to do that. But at the same point, is that really are you getting the most benefit out of that being that adventurous? Um, I mean, you'd be numb at that point. Yeah. You, like these guys, they literally couldn't get out of the, the trash can themselves. They had to like have guys like like help them out. They couldn't even stand up. They were so cold. You lose your, you lose some fingers and toes doing yeah. that. Yeah. So find that balance. Yeah. Well, I think it's time for the uh, uh, the uh, the secondary uh, reveal of our podcast at this point. Uh, so one of the things that if you've been on social media in the past week, there's well at least on my feed, <laughs> there's no way that you could have missed this. But uh, there's a new technology out called uh, uh, Chat uh, G. Our chat, a GPT, and it is a artificial intelligence uh, that specializes in dialogue. And really, what it is is it has like a repository, large language language library, and you can type any question that you want uh, into this thing. If you go to chat.openai.com, uh, you can simply sign up. Sign up. It's free. Uh, and you can have access to this thing, and you can ask it anything you want. And we asked it yes. about adventure, <laughs> about being adventurous. So AI, AI stands for artificial intelligence, uh-huh. 
And like Jared said, you can enter in any question you want. And so Jared and I were like, hey, let's have this bot basically or this AI computer basically write our episode on adventure. Yeah. So we almost everything we've said, well, we added in some of our own commentary and stuff because we wanted not to be just like so robotic, pun yeah. intended. Uh, but almost a lot of a lot of what we said was verbatim from uh, this chatbot. People uh, are gonna be like, "Oh man, this was your best episode." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's gonna be easy. <laughs> just hire a knucklehead to, to yeah. just read off a bunch of scripts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what Jared and I did is we asked this bot a ton of questions, and uh, you just type them in, and you say things like, "Well, I mean, you can you can be as general as saying." you know, write me a podcast episode on being adventurous and mm-hmm. it'll write you an entire podcast episode that is original. It's not a copy from anywhere else about being adventurous, but we dug deeper into that and we asked questions, you know, um, what are some examples of adventurous people? And, and, and we kind of drove maybe the direction of what we wanted to see, but a lot of all, all of the, the material other than just different things that we've added in has been, uh, built by artificial intelligence by computers yeah so some people are calling this you know like one of the like a landmark uh event that has happened in human history you know there's uh, one guy i saw on social media said you know dropping of that nuclear bomb or or, uh, on hiroshima or i I guess you could say the first nuclear bomb to go off was such a massive uh, impact on humanity uh, that this is almost as impactful uh, as that was because of its ramifications. So people right now in all of probably uh, academia are like, oh, shoot. You know, someone you can literally just go in here and say, write me a 300-word paper on the book Sound and the Fury. Uh, and, and it'll say, okay, and it'll write you all up, and it'll sound like, written by a professional and you could say and it's 100 percent original yeah it's not there's no way you plug that into a plagiarizing so, documentation yeah. or, or you know uh technology and it won't it's original yeah i've even seen you can be you can say write me a python code or like write me some html or these different coding languages that will do this and this and this i've seen people say write me a legal document for two tenants uh, that's for six months, and it does this, this, and this, and this, and then it will write out this whole huge thing. I mean, there's such an amazing amount of functionalities here that it is just incredible. One guy was talking about how to do research on here. He said, you know, he's like, if I want to know more about the World Cup, I could just write, if you know, uh, write me a or what would be the the chapters of a book that is a introduction to the World Cup. And it wrote out like 10 chapters. And he's like, okay, tell me more about, you know, chapter eight would be like the rules of the World Cup. He's like, tell me more about chapter eight. You just have to ask it again. Tell me more about chapter eight. And then we give you all the subsections of chapter eight. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. I literally just typed in right now. And this is like so, but I typed in, write me an Excel formula that'll combine two tables. And it gave me an option of like five different formulas and then an exact explanation of how to use all those formulas and examples on each one of those formulas and like do this and this and this and this and this. Crazy. I mean, incredible. Yeah. So think about 
people are so people who have more technology. Countries who have more technologies always win the war, right? Yeah. That's that's uh, proven throughout history and history. So if you are an employee or if you're someone who's trying to get ahead in the marketplace, why wouldn't you leverage this type of technology to your advantage? You know, if you could save four hours by doing something on this chat GBT uh, by typing in just a question and having it run it all the way through, then why don't you do that and, and increase your market value by using artificial intelligence? I mean... That's free to use for anybody. Yeah, exactly. So I heard that in the first six days of it being up, it had six million like uh, people using it. That's crazy. Insane. Or no... Maybe it was uh maybe it was six no it was it was a million. It was a million, it wasn't six million. But it was within six days it was a million people. Uh absolutely wild. Uh it's only probably gonna get better. And this thing doesn't even have access to the internet. It just has the library that was loaded into it. Imagine what it would be like if this had access to the internet. You know, all these current events. It could tie together all these things. You know, it'd be like Skynet. Don't actually don't hook it up to the internet. <laughs> Then it'd go live and everything would be actually crashed. Yeah, but at the same point, you could say as well. You know, you said wh- why wouldn't you leverage something like this to, um, to increase your value in the marketplace? Well, it could kind of go the other way too. Of could companies utilize technology like this to get rid of personnel and say, oh, oh we yeah. don't, we don't need. 20% of the people that we currently have because we just have the computer to do it. You know what I was thinking about? So part of my, my job is, is customer sentiment, customer analysis. So we have people submit these survey scores. Uh, they're called net, net promoter scores. And one of the difficulties we have is like really cataloging these things because we don't have our artificial intelligence. But we have kind of things that try to get at that, natural language processing tools. But they're not as good as this. And it's like I saw one guy, he took the entire earnings uh, income statement from Tesla, just copied and pasted it in there, and it said summarize it in four bullet points. And it summarized like uh, like how dozens and dozens and dozens of pages uh, in four bullet points for him. That's crazy. And so I could say if I, I, if I wanted to, the things I wouldn't be able to because there, at sometimes there's the personal information in these comments. But if we had the ability to do this in a kind of a secure way, I could just dump all these comments uh, into this thing, just an endless uh, CSV file or something, and say, hey, what are the top four uh, comments in here that are negative towards the company? Boom. You'd give it to me. And that's a lot better than some of the tools we've got at my company. So yeah. I think the the functionality here is crazy. Imagine if you walked into your manager's office was something that was just like incredible you use the use this and you didn't have to spend 100 hours doing it boom done hey so, lots of opportunity the the, the go be adventurous right I was go gonna say, so, so tying this into being adventurous um you know look for ways to increase your value and potentially this i mean this is something obviously jared and i aren't gonna write every single one of our podcasts with this in the future but I might uh, utilize this for, I mean, I, d- I will definitely utilize this for different things, personal and professional as well. Um, uh, even if it's just for idea generation, yeah, which is kind of interesting. Like, uh, I, I found myself, um, I was thinking about something, 
and I just did feel like I didn't have enough information. So I said, I asked it a question like, uh, give me 10 um, facts about this certain thing. And it just gave me 10 facts. And I was like, oh, it kind of kickstarted my own personal ideas and to say, oh, okay, well, I need to think about this, think about this, think about that. Uh, I, was, I was looking at a real estate. Um, I mean, it's like, yeah, so you, know, you think about Google now. So what's Google now? You can enter in a question, and they try to optimize those words to give you an article that might be what you're looking for that someone has written. Yeah. This answers your question exactly. And not only that, like if, I, if I'm searching for code somewhere, I'm like, hey, I want to do this with my code. I want to match up these two things. I have to go try to find where someone else has asked that question on a forum or, or a blog post somewhere. But now it'll give me the exact answer based off the exact question that I'm asking. I mean, it's revolutionary. That's to understating it. Yeah. So if go check it out, guys. Uh, it's really cool. And let us know if you have done anything cool with that, if you've cracked the code to uh, the universe. I, I did ask it, though. What's the meaning of life? <laughs> you know what that's from? No. So there's the there's that book, uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, you've seen you've seen the movie, right? Yep. Where they ask they like put this giant supercomputer and mm-hmm. they ask it what's the meaning of life, and then it like turns for like a thousand years or something like that, and they go back and it's like I have the answer. And it's like two. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like what? <laughs> so what did it say? It said two. <laughs> it did. <laughs> and they're like what? <laughs> and they're like yeah, that's it. So uh, this one actually, it, it did think for a bit though. It was it was churning a lot longer than it normally would. <laughs> That's funny. Basically, it just said the meaning of life is so subjective and all this kind of stuff. You know, it depends on what you where you drive meaning from, your hobbies. You know, it was just kind of a, a regular answer you'd think you would get from mostly anybody. But anyway, uh, this has been a cool episode. Both talking about adventure and kind of some new technology that we can all go explore. So and that's that's uh, one of our tenets is exploration. So. Uh, Thanks all for joining the podcast today. Hopefully this has been fun. Hopefully the the little uh, surprise here at the end was a little bit interesting. And go check it out and you will be, your mind will be blown. Yeah. So let's uh, explore. Let's be adventurous. And let's build that creed together. Let's do it. (laughs) 